Hello, everybody, and Hello. welcome to the super posh Wimbledon podcast. Actually, it's Downton Abbey. I thought we agreed beforehand. I like super posh. You like, it is super posh. Yeah. It is super posh. That's how the, <laughs> It's super, super posh. Um, well, Ted, day one of Wimbledon is, as they say, in the books. And it is actually, so it was actually a pretty eventful day. Like, not, there was only really one big event, I would say. And that is the Tsitsipas lost. I have to say something. Okay, yeah, you gotta say something. I have to call somebody out. One of my, I have to call out my hater. Oh, and you have the, uh, that's right, you also have a mic. So yeah. you have the power to call people out now. I'm this, not, is I this, even, is this a power trip? Out. Is, <laughs> is this a power trip, Ted? <laughs> somebody told me today that Tsitsipas is better than Sasha's Vera. <laughs> 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 I hope the mic can pick that up. Oh, no, the mic picked it up. Oh. I'm going to throw it through the leveler, and it's actually going to boost it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No. um, People got to be real. We got to be real here. We got to be real. Sissy Boss is so annoying. (laughs) He's got a terrible, terrible attitude. He's the most obnoxious. He's he's in the running for the most obnoxious person on the internet. It's like (laughs) Sissy Boss and Bad Bobby. (laughs) They're like, I love how they're like right next to each other. History absolutely repeats itself. We started the French Open talking about how much you dislike. I know. But the more, more and more people are like, "Oh, he's so great," and all this stuff. And then he comes in, he he comes into Wimbledon talking all this game like he's going to win everything. And was he saying stuff before? Yeah, he was. He was saying how like the 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 time for the Big Four is over and all this stuff. And he goes out in the first round to someone who's not even in the Big Four. Sasha, but comparing him to Sasha Zverev, Sasha Zverev's got like, what? I think he's got three masters. Yeah. And he's got a year-end final. And in that year-end final, he beat Novak and Roger back-to-back. And he didn't just beat Novak and Roger back-to-back. He beat them with amazing winners. Yeah. His his winner against Novak was a swinging volley. Yeah. Out of the air. just t- He took it from like five feet out of the air mm-hmm. and smacked a backhand swinging volley. Yeah. So I hear this feud that mm. you're having with an unnamed listener. Um, but one thing I might have to be the as the grand arbiter of all things tennis. We we agreed this last time, right? You're going to be the literal devil's advocate. Oh no, no. I'm not going to be devil's advocate. I'm going to say it doesn't matter cuz they both lost today. I know they both lost. They both lost. That's true. Yeah. Or it's I okay. could play. I could play devil's advocate. You could. You can. You can be like, oh, Tsitsipas is actually my favorite player. Oh my god! Everyone, I love him. See, the more I hate him, the more everyone <laughs> else loves him. <laughs> I see. That's that's exactly the type of culture we're trying to cultivate around here. Me against the world. Well, it is you against the world. Considering I'm the grand arbiter, <laughs> and I am the, I have supreme. What is it? Supreme. <laughs> Leadership, I don't know. Leadership, I, I'm looking are for you, a word. Are you North Korean now? Oh, of the tennis world? <laughs> I, might, I might be, I don't know. Except I'm not doing, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not d- destroying starving my country people. and starving my people, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, that was a poorly timed, <laughs> the, the, the analogy there was not very good. I'm sorry, everybody, that was a, not a good analogy. No, it's okay. I, I pride myself on trying to call out poor analogies. And that that was, that was, yeah. Yeah, so I got to... You're threading pennies there. Oh, yeah. Threading pennies. I've not heard that before. It's like where they, you, you tear the penny apart to get the copper. Oh, yeah. oh, that is threading pennies. 
Yeah, that was really trying it's to get like that to work. Going and it was it was negative. Yeah, we're talking about North Korea. <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> it's just me today. I don't know. I it started did, this off. Nothing good can. Go, oh, we should start talking about tennis. We're gonna get ourselves in trouble if we're not already in trouble. Okay. Um. What happened? What happened? What happened? Today? Well, Tsitsipas lost, and apparently, they're gonna change the rule on all this stuff. Like. Oh, his ta- his his, tossing. his incessant tossing. That was just something that the um, that the commentators were talking about, and those commentators they don't know anything. Oh yeah, we've agreed they don't know anything. But well, he he does he they have the serve clock, and Sitsipas would get ready to serve. Yeah, act like he's going to serve, toss the ball like he's in the middle of a serve, and then not serve. Yeah, and then do it again, and also not serve, and that that's a problem because yeah. Fabiano is like getting ready and getting all hyped, and his heart rate's probably going up and down. He could cause Fabiano, who's you know, short in stature, short, in stature. <laughs> probably probably eats a lot of like hearty, greasy Italian foods. He could yeah, have oh a, yeah, he could have a heart attack. <laughs> He's trying to kill him. No, what he's trying to do is toss it at the right times to make his heart skip. Yeah, he's like, ugh. (laughs) Fabiano just gets ready and then... What was the weather like today? Was it hot? It wasn't hot enough for Fabiano to have a heart attack because he won. I guess that's what we should measure it by. (laughs) But that is is absolutely gamesmanship. It is gamesmanship. And he's known for it. Yeah, the rule for... We'll break it down here. The rule is that when you toss the ball... Uh, the shot clock stops at the first toss of the ball on the first serve. And that's yep. when the shot clock stops. You have to have, have tossed it by that time. And if it is quite a clear, it is just an exploitation of the rules in a sport where it's very hard to exploit the rules with the actual playing. Yeah. Tennis is so, so in basketball and football, there's a great uh, series, actually. There's a great um, YouTube series. It's called by SB Nation. It's called Weird Rules. And it talks about how it picks examples where coaches and players have taken time to read the rule book and exploit certain rules. Like there is um, an NBA. If you get away with having six players on the court and you score, there is no way in the rule book for them to take away that score. There was an example where this happened. In tennis, it is very hard to exploit the rules this way. You know what I mean? By, By actually playing the game. Because the game is so straightforward, it's only two players. It's not. Um, it's not like UFC where you have certain physical exchanges or anything. It's yeah. just you hit the ball, and it's very straightforward. The ball is either in or it is out. And yeah. at lower levels, th- this is why it frustrates people at lower levels when people call balls out that are in, and they make poor line calls because that's just quite a clear exploitation of the rules. But when you're at and, the professional level, and when you don't pro- have the option, yeah, you don't have that. You can't do that at the professional level now. To take something new and just, if you're doing it, and it's seemingly to me, if he's tossing it that often and catching it, that he's just exploiting the rules. Well, he, and, that's, that was one instance, but he also, yeah. the, uh, not a, not a Sitsipas match goes yeah. by where people who love him act like he's the best thing to happen to tennis since Roger Federer mm-hmm. and, or Rafa, you know, or yeah. some people, Novak. Yeah. <laughs> um, i'm joking novak is amazing but yeah and so are rafa and roger but not a day yeah. goes by where the people who love him don't act like he's like tennis is jesus the next thing yeah and then <laughs> and the people who hate him find like a thousand things to pick apart in his matches and it's like someone in, in i think i behavior. know someone i think i know someone who does that yeah well it's because of the he way he might that, be sitting next to me 
I, 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 is there someone else sitting next to you? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, he, uh, he just, he did that thing in the shop of Olive Match where he's tapping his racket on the ground. That mm-hmm. was just one, the first time that I yeah. saw him do anything that was really, really obnoxious. Yeah. But then in the Fabiano match again, there yeah. there was that line call where he he had them replay the point, even though he hit the shot out after the yeah he hit he hit the ball. I out. have never seen them budge an umpire budge like that. Well, on such a on a case like that. So what happened was the shot on shot spot or Hawkeye, it was in. It was yes. called in and. Sitsipas apparently I didn't see this. I, I I really want to go back and see this. But um there was just he created an uproar and made them replay the point. Even though he had already missed the next shot. So the way the rule works is that if you stop play, like if play is if, if the ball is landed in or questionable ball, the umpire it is up to the umpire then to judge and determine whether or not you had you had an opportunity to put that next ball in play. Yeah, and now, he he didn't stop play. He hit the ball. Yeah, he he hit the ball. I think if shot you stop play, though, I think if you stop play, though, if the player stops play, yeah, if they different. stop play, they you replay the, the point. Do they? Yeah, they if they uh, if they stop play and he's right and he's right, they replay the point. Okay, that one makes out. sense yeah. to me. Yeah, but if they st- in this scenario, let's say in this scenario, Sitsipas had so hold on, let me just start from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, <laughs> Sitsipas hit a shot. And then Fabiano hit a shot in. Yes, he had a shot that was yep. that was on the baseline, and it yep. was in, but it was very wide on the baseline. Yeah, it was so close to being out. I mean, it, it was like under under centimeters. Yeah, it looked I like mean, it could have been well either or. It, it looked it, like it could have been wide and yeah. long. Yeah, exactly. Sort of so then Tsitsipas hit a shot. His next shot off off of that uh, that response was quite clearly flying out. Like he did not have a good opportunity on the ball. In that case, you don't replay the point. Exactly. The rule is you don't play, replay the point. But the thing in was, the case shortly where, after, City yeah. Bus hit the shot. The ball that that Fabiano had hit was called out, but mm-hmm. he had hit the shot already. Yeah, the ball was called out, and then Fabiano challenged it. Yeah, and it was in. Mm-hmm. And then City. So that's sort of how it worked. I kind of understand it a little bit more with that because because. It, well, I don't really understand it because the ball was in, but it's like if the ball looks like it's out, maybe the umpire was thinking to themselves, it, it, nothing I can think of makes sense here in yeah. this case. I, mm. I'll have to, yeah, I'll yeah. have to revisit that. Yeah. But I'm sure that it'll be on highlight reels. Look at this guy, Sitsipas, acting like he owns tennis. Yeah. I. Oh, yeah. We have the the Downton Abbey recap. Yes. So they, if you guys have not watched the Wimbledon recap show... I love the the opening. It was a uh, Claire said to me that it looks it looks yeah. like Downton. I, I can't take the credit for it. No, you can't take the credit for it. No, no, that would be grime. That would be no. Titsy Pass like. Yeah, it it would be. <laughs> I I don't know. It looks like uh like a mm-hmm. like a I don't know like American Girl doll Game of Thrones <laughs> opening. <laughs> it's quite dramatic and posh for sure. Yeah, it's. But, it's it very, very... Although, whoever is creating that, the transition from the tennis ball to the strawberry is terrible. It's, it's so ter- bad. I thought it was so... I thought it was so creative. I thought, that that's no. person taking risks. Okay, no, yeah, it's creative, <laughs> but it was executed terribly. I don't care how creative it is if it's executed 
awful. They play up this strawberries and cream thing so much. It's like, wow, strawberries and I'm not going to lie. I, I don't give a fuck about strawberries and cream. What do you think of peaches and cream? I don't eat peaches and cream. <laughs> what about peaches and ice cream? I don't eat ice cream. Oh my gosh. What about peaches? Peaches? I mean, I'd eat peaches, but I, I haven't had a peach in probably. They're, they're okay. Yeah. Peach, uh, peach and ice cream is, I'm okay with that. You're okay with that? I, it's like the American version of strawberries and ice cream. Oh, okay. Strawberries and ice cream sounds way better, though. Not going to lie. But strawberry I don't ca- ice cream is good. Yeah. But I don't care about strawberries and cream. I know. You only care about tennis. This is like your whole thing. Tennis, tennis, tennis. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what were the exciting well, things sorry. that happened? I, I, only, Vera... I only run a tennis <laughs> podcast here with you. <laughs> Sasha's Vera. I'm disappointed that my co-host isn't as invested as I am in the sport. I, I'm invested. I'm very invested. But well, it so sounds like Sasha to me do? you're invested in Tsitsipas. Sounds like you're invested in challenging me and, <laughs> and questioning my commitment. <laughs> what did well, Sasha lost to Chekmanovic, I think. And Chekmanovic looks like everybody's like, oh, Chekmanovic looks like a, like a, he lost to it? he lost to Yuri Vesely. Oh, he lost to Vesely. Yeah. Who was it? He lost and he to lost Chuck pretty Manovich. routinely. He lost in four after winning Chuck the first set. Manovich. Mm-hmm. After winning the first set. Yeah. After winning the first set, 6 4. Yeah, but after that match, Sasha did something that Sitsipas didn't do. Sasha went out there and he was like, well, I'm not playing with a lot of confidence and I didn't play well. And yeah. and obviously, I'm, I'm not on a hot streak. Yeah. And this goes to show you that even in the men's game now, the top players in the top 10 they 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 struggle they have their struggles yeah like and i really if uh so i'd have to go back and watch his interviews uh from what you're saying because i had work today so i did not get to watch all the matches that i would have liked to but um it's just unfortunate to me that like it, it it's never good to hear it's om- it's always worse to hear like <laughs> The trash talk side, and then you lose, like the Tsitsi Pass version yeah. of it, and then you lose, and you're like, "Well, like this happened, and this happened, and this happened," almost. And I, like, I don't know what he said afterwards, but I'd almost imagine that from the circumstance, Sits- I'd feel. I watched his post match interview. He said he he went on, and then he paused for a while, and he said it was devastating. But he and he did look really upset about yeah. it and all that. But it's like he's gonna be there next year too you know yeah. and he's not he might not be seated seventh in the world but mm-hmm. he probably will be or higher because yeah. he is a great player it's just like he's he's um yeah he 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 looks like he's he's not the same kind of blame yourself player as sasha is and yeah. that's really why i like sasha more yeah. and sasha might take it to an extent where you like we don't know obviously but you know that like could be a mental struggle for him where he takes it to that extent to where he then it becomes this loop where you start to then just play say, bad yeah. yeah you start to play badly i'm playing badly because i'm bad i'm yeah. bad therefore i play badly and that's just this never ending cycle and it's always it's unfortunate to see players deal with it i've dealt with it i mean obviously at a lower level at a lower level i promise you guys <laughs> but I, I've dealt with that for sure, and it's it's not fun, and it's not fun to see other players go through that. I used to not like Sasha, but after watching, oh, I know you're on record not liking Sasha. I know I, after watching his um his uh, like a lot of his interviews and things like that, I like him so much more because he's so he, he's so much more honest with himself than 
a lot of other players when he go, even like the Novak. Novak yeah. has like very like braggadocious and humble loss interview sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when he lost to Dominic, it was kind of like that. It was like he he was. There might be some bias here. No, I you know I love you know I love Novak. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. It's I'm like, just I'm yanking your chain, but your chains. Sasha's a lot like Roger when he loses. Mm-hmm. Sasha and like they both have this kind of like, oh, I'm just garbage sort of thing if they lose a match. Mm-hmm. Roger knows that he's not that bad. And Sasha knows he's like, you know, one of the best tennis yeah. players you ever played. Yeah. He's just like, he's just not gonna like be kind to himself because he can, yeah. afford, he can, he has the charity to be mean to himself, to, yeah. to be hard on himself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one thing when you, when you have that. If you don't have, if you're not at that level, then maybe you should be more forgiving so yeah. that you encourage yourself to be better. But if you're yeah. if you're Sasha Zverev, be as hard on yourself as you possibly can. You should get. To I see that one. too. I I kind of see that, um, and I but I do think that there's a balance. I think there's a balance because I think that while I hear what you're saying, I think that when you up it though, and you put all these players on the same playing field, you still have to allot yourself some forgiveness, like in the sense that. And maybe he does it in other ways where he says to himself, no, okay, well, I am one of the best players in the world, but I'm not playing like it right now. Yeah. And yeah, I think he forgives himself. I think he probably gets yeah. McDonald's after he loses a match like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> he does not perform well at the slams though. No, he, he really doesn't. It's but he's just, great. At, he's great in masters. Yeah. And he's r- really great in, in, in other mm-hmm. you know high level tournaments. Yeah. He's going to be the first player who, de- who, for whom only the mandatory tournaments are mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No five hundreds or two fifties for Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a shame though that he just can't seem to put it together. And I hope it's. I mean, he's still very young, so obviously he'll be he'll be able to learn from this and grow. But he has not shown growth in several years in this aspect he's only performed really well and that was at this most recent french open right no uh yeah in 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 the lat in the french open i think that one of the one of the sasha things is that he and we're again we're going on talking about two players that lost today we should really get on but i think one of the sasha things is like he's good he i think that he probably is more familiar playing against the the top the top 10 players. Yeah. So he plays better matches against them. Yeah. I don't think he's used to, I, maybe it's just, maybe he has more matches against those players than he has against these, you know, like yeah. Vesely. Vesel- Cause he kind of skyrocketed up too. Yeah. And but he, he needs to, um, I don't know. I, I still think that Sasha's probably going to win. A, I think Sasha's going to win a slam before Sitsipas does. Interesting. I think that Dominic's going to win a slam before either of them. I, I think Dominic is more likely to win a slam out, out of those yeah. three. I think Dominic is the most likely to win those. But to move on, who plays with Dunlop now? Seriously. Kevin Anderson. Kevin Anderson. I don't know who Kevin Anderson is. I know, <laughs> Kevin. Who, I know who Kevin Anderson is. Kevin, Kevin Anderson. He's a, he's a great player. I played and he at, played well. I played at Wimbledon last year. He was playing against Herbert, and Herbert is like, just like the hottest transitioning mm-hmm. tennis player from from play singles from is he not a clay court player no air yeah. bears like a good i think air bears pretty good on every surface he's just he's yeah. just a great he's just a great doubles player he's a double specialist okay and he's playing with um andy mm-hmm. doubles that's an exciting it's it's exciting oh he's playing with andy at this tournament yeah. that's awesome uh, it's glad i'm glad to see andy back here and 
doubles we've talked about it before i don't watch that much doubles as i don't I watch should, doubles at all but i love doubles yeah I, but I, <laughs> but i love doubles i love playing doubles it's something that i used to hate for a really long time but it's a uh, i don't know why it's just that singles is so much more enticing i think that the connections you can make with the players like in your mind yeah i agree mm-hmm. when, when you're watching doubles you sort of ha- see these two people who are like bonding and going through something together but when you're watching singles it's like oh just me and him are going through it yeah that's there's definitely a difference yeah and also too it's just there is a lot happening in doubles there yeah there is there's a lot that happens in doubles it's very it's very fast it's yeah it's so much faster than the singles game and the singles game is very fast nowadays but how beautiful that court is I know the courts look so much. <laughs> they look like actual courts now, and yeah. by the end, but it has yeah. been. It has been a uh, as the game is actually players are coming in more often now. Yeah, they're not like serving and volleying. Don't get me wrong, but they're it's hitting big get, forehands or big yeah. backhands and running, mm-hmm. approaching after a nice approach shot. Yeah, like I think that the days of we've talked about this before. The days of really just staying back behind the baseline and grinding all day long, they're they're dying out. Because it's just more advantageous for you to come in. And yeah. so we're starting to see more of it get beat up. And Federer, he's obviously one of those players. Wow, what a shot. But uh, Fed is one of those players who kind of, um, for a long time, he's been really pushing that back into the game. And now now he is on the forefront of all that, where yeah. he really upped it. After trying to grind for a little bit when he was struggling with Rafa, but then he really just kind of committed to playing... Uh, the game that he enjoys playing and not like coming in and ending points fast. And it's, it's awesome to see, but I'm glad that other players are starting to pick it up because it's more aggressive style yeah. of play. And it's actually the risk versus reward. If you're the better player, it, I don't think it's that bad. Really? I think that the players are so good now that they can really, they really can go for a lot more in placing their shots and the ability to generate spin on their approach shots and really place them better. Everyone's just getting better. And yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely think that... Sir- but players also too, as we just watch this, because we're watching the Stan, uh, we're watching the Stan highlights. What's also exciting too is that players are incredible at passing now as well. Oh my gosh, yeah. As Stan just hits this Stan amazing is, backhand winner. Stan loves targets. And Dominic, Dominic is like yeah. famous for like hitting, hit, trying to hit targets. He's yeah. so good at it. Yeah. That Roger match... That's also at exciting Wells as well. Was, was, ...was incredible. It's such an exciting style of playing and it's and even when you're playing even when like you know i'm not i'm not a great tennis player or anything but i love giving people targets Mm -hmm. i like to go to the net because i like to have people try and pass me and like you 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 can pass me in your sleep but (laughs) when i'm playing in someone who's closer to my level they can't pass me they can't pass no they can't pass me yeah (laughs) it's it's not the same i passed you a couple times a day you did yeah oh my gosh but it's it's fun to actually challenge yourself as a player to approach the net and do something that's a little bit more yeah. the net is something that i've i'm starting to learn to embrace you're great you're great at the net i actually. love the net uh, it was something that i really just despised for a long time but as i've gotten better at doubles as i've gotten better at the net and you know what it was i practiced it a little bit i went against the yeah. wall and i practiced i would practice volleys just for for a while for like it is vesely it's not yeah. check who looks like a caveman <laughs> he does look like a caveman Oh, it's starting. I guess he's the he's the guy. He's the guy at the tournament. <laughs> well, Roberto Batista, I think he's knocked out already. Oh, uh, we can't talk about Skeletor anymore. No. But um, no. Uh, I would just go and just. This is fairly recent too, within the past year or so. 
Yeah. Like when, so I had my concussion and I was not like able to play at all, which was terrible. And then I uh, played with you the day after your concussion. That was hysterical. (laughs) It was brutal. You don't know how brutal. No, I'm sure it was terrible. Well, I was. It's funny now. I didn't have the kind of concussion that you had, but I had killed enough brain cells. It's funny now. It's funny now. But um, (laughs) I was I was literally walking in a fucking dream, and yeah, it was. I had to go to work later. Right after that, I can't believe you went to work after that. I would. I would. I would have been like, I'll come to work, except everybody's just gonna laugh at me, and I'm gonna feel bad. it was so hard to play. We played doubles together, mm-hmm. didn't we? It was. Fucking- I've never, I've never played doubles against. Like I've never played doubles before in my life. Yeah, that was like the first time I ever played doubles. Yeah, and it was terrible. We played like a bunch of like s- s- super tie breaks or something. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like it was bad. Oh my gosh! It was because really, really uh, bad. I really couldn't do anything, and I was missing all my serves. I think I hit, I hit one pretty <laughs> wicked shot on a man old enough to be my great grandfather <laughs> but and i okay. felt good about it afterwards yeah, you gotta you gotta feel good about it you take those w's <laughs> but unfortunately this is not about our tennis careers no it's not no, it's no. about the it's about the professionals yeah. yeah so let's uh let's just kind of go through some of the big wins today and we'll kind of because again we've talked about this before we'll Felix. we'll cover the big yeah he won um and we'll cover the big wins, the big upsets. Uh, they're the easiest to talk about because there are so many matches. I'm going to be honest. I can't watch every match. No, there's some days, way too many. It's impossible to watch every one yeah. unless so, you're watching like a second of each one. Yeah. And some days, some days I only catch like a little bit of a couple. Yeah. Just because like I have work. But um, once the podcast, you know. Jobs are jobs, you know. Yeah, jobs are jobs. But Until um, then. Yeah, until then. Uh, I watch as much as I can. So we usually do the bigger ones. And then when it gets into the second week, we will really cover. And t- unless something really bad happens and then we won't, then we'll, then we won't cover it. Yeah. We won't talk at all actually <laughs> <laughs> now, but oh, the Tsitsipas one is up now on the, uh, on the review. So the big one for me is I'm really excited to see David Goffin get through in straight sets, single break each set. It looks like, and I mean, that's a big win for him, especially all the momentum coming off Hala. I really yes. want to see him perform well here. And I've talked about, I, I, he's one of my favorite players to watch on tour. I like him a lot. I love his game. I love his style. Um, even though he doesn't come in as much, it's something I really, really enjoy is his ability to kind of place the ball and his, he, his, his deceptive explosiveness. Yeah. Because he's, he's very small. He's like, uh, mm-hmm. I think he's probably like, uh, 140s, probably 140. He's very he's light. Like, he's yeah. like, um, and he's a little bit shorter than K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's he's tiny. In person, he's tiny too, but he's just so amazing. Yeah. It, he's one of those players too where you watch him in person, you go, oh my God. Yeah. Like this, this guy can really, like what he's able to do around the court is incredible. Because you can imagine if I went, so I've seen Delpo play in person. When I watch him on TV and I go, or let, let's talk about another, let's, let's talk about another player like Milos Raonic today who got through in three sets. I can already imagine and picture in my head what that's going to look like. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what he did today. He got to a tiebreaker and then he got one break in the second and then he broke again. He broke once or twice in the third, winning 7 6, 6 4, 6 2. Milos getting through. Hopefully they'll build some momentum at this tournament. I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest Milos fan, but I, I'm if, not the biggest Milos fan either. Yeah. But for him to do well, I, I would like to see him do well at a tournament as well. I don't like seeing players do terrible. But, no, I don't either. Yeah. Um, except for one 
<laughs> yeah, but if I were to watch Milos in person, I, I can kind of tell you what that's going to look like. He's you, going to hit huge yeah. serves, and what's going to really blow my mind is the speed of the serves and where he's a- what he's able to do with his primary weapons. Well, he he's also like a real serve and volleyer. Yeah. Um, especially on grass. Yeah. So Which he is just goes in there too. and finishes off usually in like one shot. Yeah. And it's exciting. It's cool to see. And but that's one of those things where you go you're blown away by the pace of which the ball is coming yeah. in. David Goffin is one of these players that when you go and see him, you're not blown away by the pace. You're just blown away by what he is capable of doing in each point and how he's able to do it point after point. He's able to go deep in every point and his ability to transfer his his weight is incredible. Like that's what I would say you're really looking for. Yeah. Is is like weight transfer and just how he's able to use his lifeness. How technical he is. Yeah. Not like Andy. Mm-hmm. No. Andy Murray. <laughs> Andy kind of plays a similar game. You know? yeah, Andy does play like a like I, I don't think of Andy as Obviously being, he hits much um, bigger. Technically though. conservative yeah. though. You know? Yeah. Like I think of like Andy as being like not very I don't think of him as being a sound tennis technician. He's yeah. more like somebody who just goes for any, tries to keep everything in as long as he possibly can. Obviously, yeah. he hits incredible shots, and and yeah. his he's found he's, out what's worked for him. He's technical on his on his um on his strokes and on the on the shot he's trying to produce, but not yeah. like really as much with other things. Yeah. You could see that he's he he sort of is scrappy and he struggles. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why he's so entertaining. Another player, uh, so as we move forward, a player who is really continuing to slide is Grigor Dimitrov, losing in five sets today. Yes. And so after this is probably, to see something like this from a player like him is is really disappointing. I, like, I can't imagine. He is struggling to claw his way back to where he was, or, yeah, just to even where he was. And he won the first two sets today. And then to lose the next three, and the fifth set was not close. It was six one. No. That's no. that's rough to see. Like that's just for... it's just rough to see. And so, um, and uh, he's older too. Yeah, he's not. He's not a. Uh... And he's he's dangerously close to if he continues this type of thing. Like this, this might be, like we're not going to see him performing really well. He's dangerously, dangerously close to becoming David Ferrer. Yeah, in the twilight of his career. Yeah, which uh, is weird to say. It's weird to say, but he going deep enough to like stay high. Yeah, but not deep enough to be like top ten. Yeah, those like those days might be passing, especially if if we're seeing and it just kind of obviously the mental. The mental, the, the mental, uh, what is it? The mental strength is not there if you're winning, if you're winning the first two sets and just collapsing in the next three. And, and, and I mean, it might, might not be a collapsing, but to not be able to close it out. And a player that he, like, he really should, he really should. After winning two sets, he's good enough to really have that type of record. Where he is he the be. one who lost to Chekmanovich? No, he lost to Mutet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the other one. Novak getting through, no problem. Uh, he started a little slow, uh, but then he was able to break back right away, and then he just cruised the rest of the match. There was a 7-5 set in there, but it, R- Novak and the top players sometimes have those sets where it's like 7-5, 6-4, but it's fairly routine throughout. Novak dealt with his break of the tournament. Yeah. 
He's not going <laughs> to see another. <laughs> That's the plan. And then, um, yeah, so those are the big ones. And then Vavrinka getting through. Uh, I'm excited to see him get through. I want to see him play well. I'm a big Vavrinka fan. And uh, Augur, I, I don't know. Felix Auger Alias. Auger Alias beat Fajic Pospisil, who was a player who has also Vashik. fallen out of favor. He's both Canadians. Yeah. And he's a player who's fallen out of favor as well. He has. I'm surprised that Vashik didn't win because I think that, well, actually, I think that Vashik is like a nice guy and maybe he was. Maybe he was holding back a little bit. No. <laughs> no, Felix is like, uh, Felix is absolutely on a hot streak. Yeah. he Felix is, I like Felix a lot more than I like, like, a Stefanos. I think I like the two young Canadians. Mm-hmm. They're not my favorites. I like, I like Popperin a lot. Yeah. Um, and Popperin won today. Yeah. Nobody's talking about Popperin. Yeah. Popperin is a 19-year-old Australian. Okay. Wow. But he's... And he's super, super interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, a great, really, really, really fun, great player, mm-hmm. but not super posh like uh, like Felix mm-hmm. Ojeleasim. He doesn't, well, he doesn't speak have French. a name either. Yeah, doesn't have a fancy. Yeah, uh, he's got such an interesting name. Yeah, but yeah, I, I really do. I'm really excited that Felix is doing well. I hope he goes pretty relatively deep. Yeah. I don't want him to be like, you know, dead meat for like Novak in yeah. two rounds, but that's probably what's going to end up happening. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, Dominic yeah. gets through tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right. They're not in the same draw, though. But yeah. what are we looking forward to tomorrow? tomorrow Dominic being Query. Yeah. Dominic, we have Rafa in his we first have round. Paul Jubb playing yeah, that, Souza. That's the one that I want to watch. And then we also have Fed, obviously, on that side. Those are the big ones, really. Yep. And oh, Rafa. and Monfils lost today. He retired. Mon- in the yeah, Monfils lost, yeah. which is which is too bad. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty. I think that the best match of of this first round is probably Dominic versus Sam Query. They're both finalists. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that it, it has it technically has upset potential. But if you like, I'm I don't think that Dominic is going to lose. You don't think that Dominic's going to lose? No, I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win too. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. I'm hopeful. That he mm-hmm. wins. I don't know if Sam's been doing that well. Yeah. Where's Isner? Is Isner playing tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. I think he's on that side of the draw. Right. He's on Fed's quarter. Fed's quarter or half. Yeah. That has upset potential. Isner doesn't have a lot of experience right now. Yeah. All right. You good for today? I'm good. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we maybe we should back. say a word about Venus Williams. What happened? She lost to Corey Goff, the youngest and the oldest players in the WTA and this tournament in the WTA. Wow playing against each other yeah really interesting but and i watched a replay of that match it was it was cory goff was pretty phenomenal but it's one of those matches where venus isn't playing her best you yeah know? you can still hear her serve like the snap on her serve which is incredible mm-hmm. but yeah it's unfortunate it's unfortunate except it's also fortunate like yeah if you're gonna lose to someone if you're if you're rooting for the changing of the guard then yeah well <laughs> Now we can close it out. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back. Thank you, guys. Don't miss your matches. Bye.